There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, hey, that's us. What's up? Hey, we're we're here. We're here. We're doing it. We're doing a podcast live right now. Yes. On uh, Monday afternoon. Yeah. The, about before, the master plan. The day before the next episode airs. Yeah. Squeaking in there. Just squeaking it in. Um, yeah. So sorry that it isn't a little bit uh, earlier in the week. Yes. Um, Deidre has been super swamped. Slim. Swamped. Like, she's been swamped. Come like, rescue me from the swamp, guys. Yeah. She needs like Steve Guptill to stay, uh, to give her the <laughs> prison pole truth and pull her out of the swamp. She's yeah. stuck. Because I'm like Artax. Right. Yes. Am I the Artax of the situation uh, right now? Of the podcast, <laughs> completely. And I'm the Atreyu because I'm the hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you pull me out? I yeah. didn't know that. That's a never ending story reference. And we, we've, and we've been bringing it up lately. Yes. Yeah, so Anywho. Um, dragons. Yeah, we've had a, a an episode. Uh, it's yes. called The Master Plan. Mm-hmm. It's a fun one, obviously, of course. They're all As fun. Always. Um I don't know that a lot, uh, like there wasn't a lot found in this episode, but a lot of information poured there out. There was plenty found. Oh yeah, what was found? Uh, or will we get there? We're gonna get there. Okay. Do All you right. want me to point out anything that's been found when we get to it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's see. We uh, we we start at the money pit with uh, choice drilling. Correct. Sonic drilling. What did they find? Well, tell me. Le- we're here to give the play by play. They found some dirt. Oh wow. Yeah. So I don't know if that's noteworthy. Is it noteworthy? It doesn't matter. That's not what you said. <laughs> okay. You said they didn't find anything. Yeah. They're always finding things. That's not that's not the issue. Mm. So okay. <laughs> Diving in, trying trying to get going here. <laughs> Money pit. Toy Strilling shows up. Charles and Terry are there, and it seems like old times. It does seem like old times. Uh also Scott and Steve. Mm-hmm. They um were there marking a spot. Like they were pinpointing the first drill spot for choice sonic drilling that's right f6 and, and they do yep we get borehole f6 mm-hmm. um rick lagina is there as well and uh he tells um like terry's explaining this is where the treasure may have migrated to yes because so, of all the vibration mm-hmm. and such and the solution channel yeah everything I mean, factored in everything yeah. Now they only they left certain parts out just in case. Yeah. Well, they did do a, a clot where they did have a recap of the chapel vault discovery and the efforts to find it and how all of that, what, like the efforts to find it since then, mm-hmm. may have pushed it into a void, into the solution channel, yada, yada, like, yep. whoosh, you know, it's... and pushed it out of, uh, out of sight. And yeah. that's why we need the big dig. Well, and that's why if you study, I like, I literally have a, a, a file called Oak Island Maps where I've like created overlays, but you can see like where they think the shaft is moved to and mm-hmm. where the solution channel is. This is we're literally going for a moving target here, and we <laughs> don't know if it's just side to side, front to back, diagonal down, <laughs> and how far down <laughs> to the center of the earth. Yeah. So, <laughs> as Clotworthy explains, because of the COVID 19 pandemic, you know, the big scale digging that we would normally be doing and they were planning to do with Irving, we it, it's not going to happen, right? Not this year. And so Choice Sonic Drilling, they've decided to put their efforts into that and to spend the time 
really mapping out the money pit mm -hmm. with their very strategic dig. That's why we get the, you know, the shot of where all the different holes are. Mm -hmm. If you pause really well, you can see all, because all the red dots are where they're going. Mm -hmm. F6 is exactly on F6. It's beautiful because, you know, you line up your stuff. It, it's beautiful. It's all part of the master plan. <laughs> the master plan to take over the world. Mm -hmm. Or Oak Island. Yeah, so there is, um, uh, you know, after they talk about this, mm -hmm. uh, ex or this program, drilling program yep. with Choice Sonic Drilling, mm -hmm. They go to do other things on the show, but then they do come back to the money pit later on. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, they're not there very long, but Marty's checking in on progress. Yep. From choice. Naturally. Uh, and with Charles and Terry, Scott joins them and lets them know that uh, choice had a seven foot drop mm -hmm. in the borehole of F6 and it's a potential void. Terry says that the plot thickens. Dun, dun, dun. I like that. That's a that's a new Terryism. It is a good it, it's a good one too. Yeah. And Terry had said they hit a plateau like a bedrock plateau at one sixty, mm -hmm. but decided to go down even further. Right, so they're at like nine oh two, and then Scott, like you said, comes in. It, so from two oh six to three fifteen point five. Three fifteen. That's what I got. I I, I wrote I wrote uh, two oh six to two thirteen. Well, he said they went down over 30 feet. Oh, wait, over 30 feet to 192. But I had written down that they went 206. 315. To 315. They are really getting close to the center of the earth with that one. I need to go back and look at the screenshots <laughs> because there, if you look at the top, mm -hmm. it says like what depths and stuff they okay. got to. 315, man, that's like the, the deepest dig ever on Oak Island. Well, maybe. It's deeper in Boral 10X. Maybe it wasn't that deep but last time you make me made me question my facts <laughs> on my notes and you were right i was right and you were wrong mm -hmm. so i'm two for two yeah, well, if... <laughs> well you're one for one don't get ahead of yourself <laughs> i'm counting this as a win okay. two for two <laughs> yeah so anywho the choice sausage kind of ends up being a little disappointing for for this uh what 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 do you got it's not disappointing okay well, what? they gathered information they got they got data they found something data Yes, okay. that that is an important thing to mention. Cool. Check. All right. All right. That's the money pit for this episode. Short and sweet. Why don't we head over to the swamp? Swamp. Okay. You know, um, you, you should be the swamp thing for next Halloween. Wouldn't that be fun? Isn't that just what I look like when I roll out of bed in the morning? Sometimes. The swamp thing and like, <laughs> you know, if I haven't washed off my makeup and my eyeliners like over here or... Yeah. <laughs> Brains. Oh, wait, that's zombie. That's, that's All right. not the small thing. I know, I'm just kidding. All okay. right, so we had Rick, Marty, Doug, Gary, Billy, and Ian hanging out in the swamp. Yes, they were. Having and, a shindig. Yeah, the team was scouting the West Hill near the western edge of the swamp. Clotworthy recaps Corey and Maul and mm -hmm. Chris Morford's theory, right? Yep. Ian says that metal detecting is critical. And Gary agreed yeah. <laughs> finally we reach an agreement yeah and then marty says gary you don't normally get to go first i know i bet gary's <laughs> just so excited that's almost a gold dance and then he didn't find anything I know. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, i'm not feeling the love yeah he's probably like well it's probably a reason i go second or third <laughs> yeah well ian says that uh the order they should go is metal detect clear out a few more trees and then excavate mm -hmm. and i do all of those things yeah and, so. you know, Marty tells Billy, 
they're ready anytime. Billy's classic always response. Okay. Yep. He's in. Okay. He's got it. Ian is interested in two things. If this area is young, which would be terribly important because what um, they're searching for, uh, because of what where they're searching, and uh, if it's older, there could, you know, there's many things it could have been, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm, I mean, I hope it's older. Well, you know, it sure looked older. It did. So as they got digging, that's kind of what they decided on right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is that it seems like it's older it does. um so they you know let billy get his couple of buckets mm -hmm. get, get out the tree root system yep and then ian's like hold up hold up billy and he gloves up and jumps in which mm -hmm. is hilarious yep. that he has to glove up the swamp but i get it <laughs> i get it we don't want to contaminate anything yeah so, he definitely doesn't want to contaminate those uh whatever that brackish water there. well not the water just the things that are in place that they need to document mm -hmm. and what was interesting is as they were bringing up the dirt uh kind of like what marty implies is that it was mostly dirt not rock mm -hmm. right because they get they have so much rock there that that then does imply it was potentially hand dug. Potentially. And why why would we be digging something like the length of a trench? Why? Because there's stones down there, guys. There is. It, it almost looks like just a continuation of the paved stone area. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Did you notice? And that's what they were kind of yeah. leaning toward. And did you notice that the um the animation changed to paved trench area mm. i noticed I because then over here was like the paved stone area i wonder if they'll join efforts don't know did you hear that yeah your your printer is still printing stuff it's like possessed. i told you it's it's like on page three of six of my notes mm. right now which is why i'm using my phone for my notes you, you're just like me so you're way better than using physical. No, actually, I'm all over the place and discombobulated because oh, okay. I have to use my phone. All right. Well, I just it just sounded like it's possessed over there. Nobody's touching anything and it suddenly start printing again. All right. Anywho. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Now you now you don't know where you are in your notes. Sure. I do. Your tangent. Well, Ian um, is down there doing mm -hmm. his thing, you know, with his gloves. Yep. Right. That's where we were. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Carry on. <laughs> all right. Marty then orders it to be dug another foot deeper. Of course. Yeah. And so Billy says, okay. And he does it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Billy, you don't have to tell Billy twice. And you know what is ironic? Hmm. It says scoop was a Craig scoop. It was. So it was like Billy and Craig. Tag team champs right there. Yep. That is all. I just all thought right. that was great. Yeah. So um, Marty says the absence of rocks, like before they got down to them, mm -hmm. uh, tells him that this area was dug by humans because the swamp is full of rocks. Right. Mm -hmm. We didn't touch on that. And so I did. And you agreed that I that there was a bunch of rocks. Well, there. But this after, is our typical life. No, 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 no. At, okay, that's okay. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I got to talking about how the trench feature, the way it was dug. And with all the rocks in there that they're saying. Yeah, but before they get to the rocks, they noted how, like, just fine it was, how easy it was to scoop and all that. We didn't mention that. Yes, I did, because I said that Marty indicated it was mostly dirt, not rocks. Okay. Well, 
I have listening problems. <laughs> we know. We know. You should. I'm looking at my listening. notes and I'm just like, well, I'm trying, like, I'm trying yeah. to keep up with you now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is what happens when our weeks are too busy and the printer is going rogue. <laughs> I was distracted. Okay. All right. Ian says that it, this has characteristics of being older. Uh, How about that? Is yeah. that a good place to restart? Yeah. Let's okay. do that. All right. Rick asks Billy to continue digging again. What? And then Ian says that the soil, the soil um, looks at the soil and says this feature doesn't make any sense. A farmer wouldn't have done this. It's not everyday activity. Mm-hmm. You didn't say that, did you? I started talking about it and then you went on your Whew. all right. I caught back uh, up to you. Go for your it. printer tangent. Yeah. So the idea is that if <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're digging a trench, right, yeah. and you see this stone feature there, if you don't know exactly what your location is mm-hmm. you're going to dig alongside it to find it right yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. dig a trench to find something sure. if you miss it by a little bit but you know roughly where it is okay. uh, i think it's is it doug that mentions that potentially someone could have come to this location using the same type of geometry as Corian and Kristen. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. And notice this and be trying to locate it based on that. Yeah. 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 Without, without, um, yeah, just noticing the geometry. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's pretty crazy. Like, but that's what else would they have back in the day? You know, Uh, geometry, Math. They, did, they didn't have aerial photos. No. Know, so. Well, and they were coming there, whoever it is, whether it was to bury it or to recover it. Mm-hmm. And let's say this was a recovery effort. Yeah. Then they would have come with a plan, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, we're just trying to pick up the pieces of where this plan, if there was a plan, what it is, and how many different plans, because who knows how many people who knows the shadow many yeah well the shadow does know yeah i mean yeah it's crazy ian says that this was a dug pile um not not like dug I know. <laughs> like every time they dug. say something's been dug <laughs> i can't help but thinking dug. yeah uh it says uh find what you want to find it hide oh he said <laughs> i was trying i was trying to remember how wow. he said it this is rough yeah no he said uh Find what you want to find and you hide what you want to hide. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I was, I was having trouble. Like that's a weird sentence to read off of the the thing here. Okay. He also, you know, mentioning that this goes back to the idea that the treasure hunt's been going on longer than we thought. It could have been. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it could be for like, you know, many, many more hundreds of years than we have. Many more uh, moons. Yeah. Many more. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's kind of the end of that little... Of the trench, the now stone hanging, trench. Yeah, hanging out of the stone trench feature. Um, Rick calls off, you know, calls it for the day, mm-hmm. tells him to reassess the data and go forward. And then as it's like fading away, you hear Rick say, imagine that, another mystery. Durr. Classic Oak Island. <laughs> Classic Oak Island. All right, then we hit the war room. War room! Rick, Marty, Alex, Doug, Steve, Billy... And then everybody else is on the screen. Yeah. So they have a presentation. They set the entire team. Well, it, it almost was. I have them all written down here. You figured out who's up on the I screen. Did. Good. Yeah. All right. So uh, they had a presentation from Aaron Helton, mm-hmm. who works in GIS information. 
and has a theory based on the map brought to their attention by the late Zeta and Halpern. Yes. So we had Craig, Paul, Tom, Aaron, and Judy Rudebush. She, they, they all had their own screens. Yes. On the, on the Zoom. Then we had Dan Hensky, Laird, and Scott from the Oak Island Interpretive Center. Mm -hmm. And we had Gary, Peter, and Jack from the Oak Island Research Center mm -hmm. zooming on in. Wow, you even got their locations. I'm really impressed, considered we started out so rocky there. Get it? At the stone. You've been hanging there. out with Steve Guptill too much. You're like hanging out with him. He's in Canada. Well, like virtually. I'm not in Canada. No, I'm just saying, like, he's all about the rocks. You're all about the rocks. Calm down. Okay. Hashtag Team Rock. I'm a Guptill groupie. <laughs> okay. Rick asks Aaron to introduce herself and enlighten them on her background. That's right. So mm -hmm. Aaron. Yes. Uh, let's see here. She's with Resource Data Inc. Yes. I've made sure to write that down. Mm -hmm. So she started her career <laughs> in GIS. That's what I know. I have a typo. I, I put Resource Date Inc. Well, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so GIS, for those that don't know, is Geographic Information Systems. Yeah. Deidre uses that in her work. Oh, me and the GIS were BFFs. Look at all those acronyms. Uh and she spent over a decade studying archaeological surveys and excavations throughout North America. Mm -hmm. And that that's really unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's really cool. I mean, for a GIS analyst to spend that, I, I mean, it's very specific, archaeological surveys. It's very not cool. Not just like me and most people. figure she'd be best friends with Laird. She might be. Maybe she is. Maybe she's part of Team Trowel. She could be. She might be part of the trial team. All right. Then we had Clotworthy, and he explained that Judy was a colleague of Zena Halpern mm -hmm. and that Zena's research has played a central role in Aaron's theory. Mm -hmm. So Aaron. Yep. You know, we, we come back to her. She She's really into maps. She's a map person. She's a map person. She's a cartographer. That's a whole different set of skills. Let me tell you. That's impressive. <laughs> that That's a whole separate... <laughs> certification trust me i looked um that's impressive so zena's map had you know really inspired her yep and she was intrigued and thought "Ooh, maybe it, maybe i can do something with this and maybe, started in on her research maybe it's something may why not it hey somebody needs to look real deep into it why uh -huh. not her right she yeah. took it upon herself she jumped in and she found some cool stuff so mm -hmm. And so we all know that there's some issues with Xena's map. Like it's been brought up. Marty brought it up in this episode that he has issues mm -hmm. with it. Right. Well, like the probably the main issue that it was, uh, it's from 13, it's supposedly from 1347. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's before uh, that's 150 years before, almost before Columbus, like, you know, quote mm -hmm. unquote discovered the new world. Right. Exactly. And so like, that's a long time before that, and it's a map of somewhere in the New World. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's a red flag. That That is a red flag, and it's not like they, well, maybe they have tested the paper. I don't know. But, like... Well, I think it's just a, a copy of a map. That's what I'm going to say. Um, but it could even be a copy of a copy sure. of a map, right? So, mm -hmm. back in the day, it's not like... I had a copy machine as I'm in my Knights Templar regalia mm -hmm. ring at the Kinko's. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not how it worked. You write it, you draw it down. It looks like a map that I would have drawn, you know, pre-MapQuest, pre-Google Maps. 
to tell someone how to get to my sure. house from the school. So They're like going to follow ago. this road, this, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and your turn here. I live on this island. Here's the anchor point. Just calculate it. Ta-da. So it's probably, it's not the most precise, right? I, I It's going to be in those right areas because you know what the island shape like, what the little inlets are. But I'd be impressed if it was to scale. But it looks, it looks it like a hand drawn. It, it could be. be. Well, you're at least, okay, let me back up. You're going to be in the right areas. Mm -hmm. But you're also going to tell them what exactly they're looking for. Yep. Right? And you want a list? Like, I have a list of everything noted on that map. This is like a turn right at the yellow house on the corner situation. Oh, well, not quite like that, because literally just has features highlighted, not like turn left, turn right. I know. But yes, L let's hear said features. All right. So clockwise from the top. We <laughs> Take have, it from the top. We have the angel. Have they found the angel yet? I don't know. Yeah. I, I have thoughts so. about it. But... All right. Then we have the hole under. Have mm -hmm. they found that yet? Well, I, maybe. I don't know. I've got a lot of the thinking hatch. to do. Did they find the hatch? Well, they said they went out to look for the hatch, but it ended up being a whole Dan Hensky dive. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that was actually okay. the hatch. Dan Hensky's been around a long time, okay? But I don't know, Fountain 1347. Maybe he's drank <laughs> swamp water way before. <laughs> Fountain of youth. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's very possible. But what I'm saying is, if they didn't have anything to triangulate off of, this hatch that they found that was like Dan Hensky's burrow or whatever may not actually be the hatch. And the hatch could actually mean a different term. It could. Compared to back then. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Like, we'll get to the anchors. Yeah, you know, actually, yesterday I watched a documentary, right, mm -hmm. about... Um, or it wasn't really a documentary. It's like an investigation about the lost colony of Roanoke, mm -hmm. the first English settlement mm -hmm. in the in the New World. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like the writing on some of these uh, like these stones that could be could or could not be for uh, forgeries, um, like it's much different than we use today. Mm -hmm. Like we we don't use the same kind of like it's English, but it's not the same kind of. Uh, language yeah. that we speak it's it's different and so yeah like you're saying like the hatch could mean something completely different Who mm -hmm. knows? all right how about the december triangle have they found that i i don't know okay the basin i have an idea about the basin Ooh, you want to talk about it i mean do you want to talk about it right now oh we're at the basin okay well the basin i was it kind of came to me as i was looking at the map and the mm -hmm. location i was like what if the basin is actually uh the eye of the swamp the location's not that far mm. off because right above it is the dam. Mm -hmm. And well, that's next on the list, but yeah. Yeah, but it's like yeah. horizontally. Yeah, next to each yeah. Other. yeah. And is it possible that they built the basin or and used the uh, well, it could the have... eye and then filled that section in by yeah, using well, it a could dam? Have been, uh... The clay where they manufactured the clay right there in the basin. Yeah. Or use it for something. I don't know. Maybe holy water. I <laughs> maybe it is the fountain of youth. I don't know. But if that was the basin, that would make sense, at least to me. Yes. And be. a basin, and then that thinking of the language broken down and changed over the years. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? All right, so bring the, me to the war room. Then we got the anchors. <laughs> the anchors. That's the one we're focusing on really in this episode. Correct, Amundo. How about the stone triangle? You know what that is? 
I've seen pictures <laughs> yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. It's gone now. Well, there's a replica there. Yeah. But, that's about all I So know. that's something. Uh, the Oak, enter here. That's the money. We part. all know of The Oak, right? How about The Marsh? AKA Swamp. The Swamp. And The Earth Vaulted Bay. Hmm. hmm. Earth Vaulted Bay. Yeah. I don't remember where that landed on the map. I Actually, don't remember either, to be honest I lied. I do. Oh, you have a picture of the map? At least I thought I did. Yeah, it's right there, isn't it? No, left, that's left, the one left. from Purple. Right there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Anywho, while she's looking that up. Keep going. So, you know, Aaron is explaining her interest in this mm -hmm. map. Rick asked Judy about the maps, and Judy says that Xena told her that when re they received these, uh, she said that they were sitting on dynamite. And Which Rick, is Rick chuckled. And I just wanted to go, boom! boom. Let's blow some stuff up. Yeah. All right, so you got your little picture up. Go for it. Yeah. What do you want to say? Oh, I was just trying to, like, in my mind, figure out where it was. But it says the Earth vaulted bay i mean that could very much be it points to the heart of the island almost the heart of the yeah, elephant but is it pointing to that or does that have something to do with the marsh because well, we you also have like what looks like a little eye mm -hmm. below the marsh well i think that's just marking where the marsh is is yeah, it i don't know no, we we're don't looking know. at the translated map we're not even looking at the original map the original map might, might uh, look different the one in french yeah but i mean it's the mm, I it's, it's the same, same as far as the drawings yeah. like the whatever they just changed the yeah. text that's what i was looking for yeah so aaron explains that zena's map made her want to try all these um to figure out what these features were particularly the anchors uh, and the, today or not today but in mm -hmm. that presentation she proposed a uh let's see where do i go with this a location for each of them mm -hmm. and uh, she thinks that the anchors in quotes itself is a clue right yeah so she used aerial uh, photos and ladder scans to plot curious points of interest across the island. Uh, she starts with Nolan's Cross on her map, and she, uh, I'm, I don't think we're going to like note all of the different stones, like 20A, 21A. And so I wrote them all out. So did I, but I don't know. She, she plotted these, uh, like she found these interesting boulders, plus things that were documented before, like 20A was documented. She mm -hmm. verified with Steve Guptill, you know, yep. she's like, hey, um, yeah, you know, and then like there's if you draw a straight line between 20A on the um, east side of the island and mm -hmm. 21A on the west side of the island, yeah. it's almost an exact straight line down to five one hundredths of a degree. That's crazy. And so, but I mean, of an it east, could just be two boulders. Yeah. It just could be just two random boulders. But if they're specifically placed, yes, it is crazy and awesome. And crazy awesome. Crazy awesome. All right, she says that the line helps to orient things or anything to true north, essentially, that line. Yeah, uh, all right, because so if it's a true east-west line, that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. And then she also noted uh, a... Um, she also... Goodness, goodness, goodness. My mom's trying to video chat me right now. Mom, I'm, I'm kind of busy. I'm busy, Love you. Love you, but I'm kind of busy. <laughs> all right, so she noted that a documented boulder known as 6A... Mm -hmm. And uh, she draws a circle around 6A, connecting it with 21A. And this points to another boulder on lot 15, documented as 15A in her um, her diagram. Uh -huh. uh, this boulder, she believes, is the West Anchor. And it looks to be a continuation of Nolan's Cross. It's like on the yeah. same line. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, 
looks good. Looks promising. Mm -hmm. All right. So she believes that the east anchor lies exactly 30 degrees east of north mm -hmm. of the other alignments she made. And she had very faint imagery from a LIDAR scans. And she believes that these are the anchors, like that rock and the one that's on 15A mm -hmm. are the anchors that um, are from Xena's map. Yes. All right. And then that's when you get the title of the episode, when Doug pops in and says, <laughs> well, it seems like there's almost a master plan to these features. Well, Doug, I would agree with that statement. All right. Steve did, too. He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It Big makes nods. sense. And if that's the West Anchor... I just wanted to chime in with the fact that the on the next week on, mm -hmm. we see Gary digging something up from underneath a like a big boulder mm -hmm. that's on that side of the swamp. Well, and Steve's standing on top of it with the prison pole of truth. Yep. And it happens to look like it is in the location of what that West Anchor is, which I thought was quite interesting so 15a yes yeah yeah very cool that's awesome um yeah i'm really intrigued with aaron's work here oh yeah like um back in the day when these things would have been made mm -hmm. literally all they had were plotting points you know i mean that's what mm -hmm. they can do that's the technology of the day to it is it's the technology of the day but it's also been the technology of the day for a very long <laughs> yes, true that. time. I yeah. mean, we know the Egyptians were one of the first to do surveying mm. in such a precise way. And they used ropes tied in, you know, 12 knots. So you had, they did land surveying and what, if they can do it, why can't anybody else? They sure can. They all can. And you know, that's they it. like the Egyptians, they would align stuff with the stars and stuff, you know? I mean, come uh, on. And it, it so was, did everybody else. Yeah, yeah obviously. Sir. All right, so Marty says that he thinks that she could be right, and it is a logical conclusion. Mm -hmm. Aaron says that her goal is to help draw out what's been lost around the money pit area, and after that, predict an actual location for the vault. Mm -hmm. Aaron shows them a map of Oak Island that was published in Popular Science in June 1939. Yeah. She noted that it presents great clues including two drilled stones and four additional marked boulders that was awesome it was awesome she believes that this map in addition to the anchors um they'll be able to triangulate the location of the money pit all right or where they believe the vault is right vault, yeah sure yeah that's right uh she designated the boulder from the map that was uh south of the money pit 18a mm -hmm. I, I said i wasn't going to name all like do all yeah, these but numbers but are. i'm doing it anyway she also uh, noted that a boulder just off the shore and that she designated as 16A, mm -hmm. running lines from 15A to 20A, and then 16A to the drilled rock on the eastern shore, and then drawing a circle with the west anchor in the center, connecting it to 18A, gives her three intersecting lines at the money pit, and that's where she believes the, the true money pit, the vault itself, lies. Mm -hmm. Or at least it did. Originally, Be before it moved, before it like yeah, got got. But if know, that's the case, got slushed away. <laughs> then you would be able to you're triangulating not necessarily just the money pit, but yeah. where the oak enter here is. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. So the and that could provide some validity to Zena's map and that research that is brought brought forward, which we know that Rick is definitely a fan of, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. so. so after she said all that, Rick is looking highly excited. Oh, doesn't he look? He, he looks all he like he's in. 
and because he just loves anything to do with Xena. Yeah. Like if Kindred it's going to continue her legacy, he's in for it. Like, mm-hmm. yes, please. From Rick. All right. Aaron says that the area that they're currently, that they currently feel is the money pit um, is. And then like, I think Steve popped in. He's like, yeah, RF one. Yeah. Cause she asked what their case on of choice oh, was yeah. where okay. they she felt was asking that. Yeah. best represented it. And obviously Steve must've told them cause he like turned around and kind of whispered like RF. <laughs> like that's the answer to the question in the quiz that's your cue and they're like oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's it and so steve you know gave him a free answer huh. pick b <laughs> um <laughs> and they're like okay and her spot was only what three feet three off feet. of that that's pretty good and when they did do rf1 they pulled out a lot they did lots of wood because yeah, that's wasn't it the chapel shaft, was not what or, you're hitting. Uh, it was most, last... There were so many things, that yeah. Came so that out was of last that year. was a big one, yeah. That was pretty cool. All right, Steve asked Aaron if she, if she wanted to check if if she wanted them to check all these stones, and I think she's like, duh, yeah, but <laughs> I know you're busy, yeah, because I must have listened to that podcast where we heard steve is so busy running all around the island so if you could just lock in the two anchor points please please yeah and pretty please with a cherry on top and he's like all right send me the goods it's like i do it without the cherry on top but that's cool all right <laughs> maybe so he a- likes cherries maybe yeah is that a canadian thing i i don't know uh, aaron is curious about how large these boulders would be because actually the smaller the boulder the more precise it would be mm-hmm and all the other alignments coming off of it would be also they would have precise. to be more and more precise the further away you're going to get from your control yeah so once we confirm these boulders i think we can finally put an actual location to the vault rick says let's get her that data let's do it and uh see if she comes up with what she comes up with doug says that they certainly he certainly will he's Absolutely. the guy getting her the data apparently absolutely that or he's gonna tell steve to do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i get a feeling that's actually how it works probably so rick thanked her for her presentation uh-huh. and then um we go and we have some metal detecting after that but like what'd you think about aaron's presentation i liked it Me um too. i'm very interested in gis and kind of was understanding for the most part, I mean, I'm definitely not as intelligent as her, but I was following along very closely. Don't sell yourself short. You're very smart. No, by the end, my brain hurt a little bit, so I have to go back and re-dissect. It's only because but there's so many numbers thrown out. There is. And I was impressed with how many data sources she mm-hmm. had come out with. Mm-hmm. Like, I've pulled up LiDAR from Oak Island. You can find it. Um, there's maps all over the canadian websites and then if i go into oh man there's so many places to be able to pull this data anyways yeah. you don't need my like sources no no i thought it was good i i like seeing his map personally i hope it's real like please let it be real that that'd be, be the coolest great. thing ever but you know there's concerns unless we second guess everything that we're presented then we're just going to be on a huge wild goose chase not saying that searching all over the island isn't <laughs> feeling like that sometimes but yeah. the idea is to kind of narrow it down i right? like the way that she narrowed it down i like the way she broke it down mm-hmm. um if it's a real map that xena presented to the team you mm-hmm. know xena might be completely 
um, you know, believing it's a, a thing when it couldn't, when it might not be, you know, but maybe it is. I don't know. I wish, I, I wish we knew. I wish, I don't know. Like I want, I want it to be And real. maybe we will after this season. We know Aaron is back on the next episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see that, especially after all the information we've gathered this episode. Yeah. Um. So you did mention going to lot 13. Yeah, Why don't we touch that on that, get that out of the way since it's super short and then dive on into what I call the quest for the anchors. Okay. So I can see in your notes, you have Rick or you have Gary and Rick metal detecting. I have Rick and Gary go metal detecting. Well, look at that. It's mm. the same people just in different orders. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Just say it. Just, I don't know. Okay. I mean, right. when it comes to a metal detector, Gary comes first. I guess. Rick digs. All right. So Rick said that he really wanted to find something that's relevant to the story. Something that connects to what Oak Island may be all about. And they're searching near the East Hill location, which uh, Corian and Chris mm -hmm. had brought to their attention. Gary turns on the detector and Rick says, you got that? He's like, he said, I love that sound. Oh, I was like, I don't <laughs> know. Don't what did notes? Rick say? No, no, my notes are very short about metal okay. detecting. I was way too sidetracked. So by we get, we get the, we get Rick's sound that he loves in the <laughs> whatever. Yep, it sounds like a video game. Maybe Rick loves like, Tetris or like um, Frogger or Frogger. Invaders. He likes running across the street and trying <laughs> not to get hit. I don't know. All right. So uh, Gary gets a hit after detecting for mm -hmm. what seems to be seconds, probably hours, but mm -hmm. it seems like seconds. Uh, it says it's modern iron and he skips Meh. it. He's like, yeah. meh. Gonna move on, mate. Yeah. And then Gary gets a second hit. Uh, Rick digs it up, says it's likely, and it's like, uh, what is it? Like a lock? Yeah, he says it's a cabinet lock. And as he was looking at it, it well, he calls it a door lock, but it's like a cabinet door lock. Yep. So he thought it'd be something fancier, like off of a bureau. I don't even know what that is. It's like a piece. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew this would come up. <laughs> it, no it's idea. a piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it, it would be off something like that. And he does... Well, Rick points out that Anthony Graves' home is not far away. Just past that clump of trees. Just past that clump of trees. And we get a very brief summary of Anthony, Anthony Graves because yeah. people don't know much about him, apparently. Yeah, I've read his name a few times, but I didn't know much about him either. So, Clotworthy explains Anthony Graves and says that he was rumored to, like he's someone that lived on the island, of course, mm -hmm. but he was rumored to pay, often pay merchants using silver coins on the mainland. And Clotworthy wonders... Like he's throwing out some speculation. Is it possible that Anthony Graves may have discovered part of the treasure in the same area that Chris and Corian have instructed the team to focus their search? Possibly. Dun dun dun. Dun dun. dun. I hope nobody ever found like part of the treasure because that means I think when they say found part of the treasure, they found all the treasure. Like you're not going to stop once you find like a little piece of the treasure. You're going to keep going until you get it. Well, off. unless you like stumbled across like something that was dropped or whatever yeah. i know you're like all about wanting samuel ball to have found it all mm -hmm. but i really want the laginas to find it all i'm sure they kind of messed up that you're not rooting for the laginas i am rooting saying. for the no laginas, you're not or else you... this podcast wouldn't exist <laughs> okay all right so that's kind of the end of uh the metal detecting expedition yes, it is and then we got uh now on to find the anchors now for the quest the, the quest, quest for, for the, the anchors. anchors. That's, what she has that's actually there. what my notes 
Yeah. Sorry. Mine just says West Anchor location. <laughs> uh, Marty, Alex, Steve, they arrive to meet Gary and Jack. Mm-hmm. And Steve begins another game of follow the leader. That's right. They're on the <laughs> eastern side of the swamp. You know, Jack and Gary are They're there. They're on the eastern side of the swamp, but it's the West Anchor. Yes. And it took me a while to wrap my head around it. But we got the North Anchor. And then, yeah, I finally got it. Yeah. I understood. This is where Marty noted that he had real problems with Xena's map. Yes. But when you have a professional like Aaron mm-hmm. who looks at it and starts to think it's real because of her discipline, then it helps him think that perhaps it's real as well. Yep. So they're all there having their powwow. Mm-hmm. And Steve lets him know it's only like 200 feet away. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. I'm totally going to be drying like a 200 foot <laughs> radius from where they parked. I'm finding that rock. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> for, you are. for my map collection. Yeah, so uh, Steve led them precisely to a specific stone. Yeah, like it was right, right on the dot, and appears very small at first. Like the rock just looks like a I don't know, a little tiny rock. Well, a medium size. I, I wouldn't looked, call like a tiny rock would no, no, be no. like a pebble. This, okay, so okay, it looked like the size of a dinner plate or something, you know? Okay, or a football. What could? We eat off the same dinner plates. It, it was, was definitely bigger than no, that. I don't think my so. dinner plate would have fit on there and it, there'd been like more of a table mm, around it. No, no, no. But, it was like, I would say maybe just over a foot in diameter. Like that's all that was exposed. It was small, but it wasn't for long. Steve, if you're here, can, are you here? If you hear this, will you please let us know how much was exposed so we can end this argument? Well, Gary yes, Gary's Gary, always Gary, right. Gary himself said, "Hey, it might look bigger in the ground." Well, I'm not arguing with and that. So I still s- think it was bigger than a dinner plate. So what did they do? Dig, dig, dig. Actually, what Who? they did is they activated the Jack 6000. That's right. So I thought activate. Uh where where's my um no, what did Marty say? He goes, "Jack if you don't mind. <laughs> and I laughed. And Jack's like, oh, yeah. And he starts going to town with dig, his dig, dig, little dig, dig, shovel. Dig, dig, dig. Now, I've seen a lot of people giving poor Jack a hard time with his little shovel this season. But I'd like to point out, when you're digging tunnels, you're using a shorter, like, pick. Mm-hmm. Jack knows the proper knows tool for the job. Obviously, because Marty and Alex walk away to get full-size shovels. And stand back because by when they get back, Jack's already got like all the way around the boulder <laughs> dug out. He's a digger. All right. So Steve said, you know, Steve did say, hey, it could be it should be uncovered because there could mm-hmm. be something important down there. Jack, yeah, as he's digging, he says, um, well, like as they get it kind of uncovered, mm-hmm. um, Jack says that, you know, if this is an ancient harbor over here mm-hmm. and they can uh, i don't know like you would be able to maybe see this as you're approaching basically you know yeah well and like you were saying with steve saying they should uncover and see if there's there's a mark or something on it right because that's what's gonna more so what do i want to say confirm that it's an anchor Mm -hmm. and obviously it's still in place and that's the type of stone you would have used because look at all the roots that are grown up around it yep but jack is so excited he's ready to sell it right mm-hmm. that if this is an ancient harbor he 
might be able to see it. Maybe it's sunk down. I mean, rocks do that when it's so wet, you know, over time. It's a big rock. Weighed, that thing probably weighed 500 pounds at least. Well, that's why they go out to reset survey markers too. I mean, the ground moves. It, it happens. Mm -hmm. that, so it's possible. It is. Especially with all the freezing and that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So uh, Steve says, here's how we know it wasn't put in place in the last 30 years. And this is where you the root system, the root system you just mentioned. Um, it would not have been like this. Like nobody's planting this rock is basically what he's saying. Mm -hmm. right? He says it's in situ. Yeah. And that's, that's what we need to know. So um, he notes that for survey control, um, it's big and it's in place and it would look like uh, uh, something that they, he would use. Mm -hmm. And she's right because in our world, something smaller is better because well, you just want the center mm -hmm. and you want to be able to like, you know. Mm -hmm. You want to easily be able to you know, determine the sun. That's how you get those precise <laughs> markings, right? That's yeah. why she wanted to know how big it was. I just, I, I when he said our world, mm -hmm. the only other place I think I've read that recently is in like Harry Potter. They always talk about the wizarding world being, yeah, but in our world. And then he's like Harry Potter. Yeah. It's just funny. It is funny because also <laughs> you, you hear later Marty say just for grins to like stick the stick <laughs> yeah. in there. And I, I'm sure like we get this intense music. I'm thinking a portal's going to open up. <laughs> the seas are going to part. Something. Something like that. A ray of light will shine onto yeah, X marks I, the spot. It, it feels like a necessary moment to point out. Yeah. Because the prison pole of truth was at yeah. work. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like it, it's impressive. Like mm -hmm. it's impressive that they found something in the spot and that it, you know, uh, Steve also act, uh, found like a little groove in it mm -hmm. and he's, you know, he's like, he could fit his finger in it. Like yeah. it, it looks like it was, it, it's, I, I don't know. How are you going to make that if you're not going to like, just kind of grind it out? It's, it's a small divot drilled hole, yeah, right? I, I called it a divot. A divot is a great way to put it. If you are looking at survey control markers, mm -hmm. that, that is the size that they are. You're not going to leave a huge mark, but like he, Steve also said, you know, it, he wouldn't have left something that small for another surveyor to come by and find. But we're also trying to keep this a secret here. We're not about looking for like giant arrow here. Here's where you start. No, that's not what we're looking to do. And that's why his prison pole uh, sits in there so nicely. But yeah, for sure. Um, I want to say for those who naysayers, maybe about said divot. This rock is very exposed to the elements even right now, right? There's not a bunch of tree cover. If it's really been in place that long, you would have had rain. If that was an open harbor and the wind, it, it's going to be less divity over time. Like yeah, a lot. It'll be time. smooth. Yeah. And yeah. it's getting smaller. Divity is less. <laughs> yeah. That All right. Awesome. So, yeah, Steve was ready to declare it the anchor. <clears throat> Yeah, so, I think it was Marty was too. Yeah, Marty says he was hoping uh, that there would be something beneath it, mm -hmm. and so they get out the shovels to use as, as you said earlier, levers. Mm -hmm. I would call it levers, but you know, tomato, tomato, right? Sure. Are you a tomato or a tomato person? Uh, You're definitely tomato. It, Can you say it right? It depends. <laughs> like 
It it just <clears throat> does. All right. So um yeah, they they get it under, they flip it over. What do they find? And what they found was like what I noticed. Okay, so you you tell me what you noticed in a moment, but what I mm -hmm. noticed is there's like a almost like a big seam underneath mm -hmm. the running the length of that boulder underneath but it looked natural it looked like opinion. it was it was probably natural but it still looked like it was interesting to me it was a seam mm -hmm. okay what did you notice um i noticed that this particular boulder blew up the internet but the guys didn't see anything <laughs> so <laughs> i want i want to show you something if okay, you're here if you're watching, watching visually you'll see this uh, if you're listening to it on the audio, we're going to describe it. So we're looking at a picture of Marty, uh, Marty's hand on the rock that they flipped. His right hand. Yeah, his right hand. And we're, he's like, I don't see anything. That's crazy. Whoa, what's going on? <laughs> uh, maybe it's just the divot in the top. Okay. Yeah, I didn't notice this until she just showed me yeah. just before and we recorded. I only noticed it because the internet went crazy. Okay. Oops. I'm going to do that. All right, so where and his now, hand was. Where his hand was, which you can't see, I'm like pointing at the if screen. If you're looking at the screen, it's directly above my head. Mm -hmm. It happens to look like an X. A cross. Okay. Or uh, an or X. Cross. Some people said it looks a lot like Drayton's cross. Literally, Marty's hand was on, on top of it. And he's <laughs> going, I don't see anything. <laughs> so who's who's sly now? Not Charles. Marty, I'm watching you. I see. I see what you're up to. I nobody said, hey, this looks natural. <laughs> I mean, on the next stone, Steve even points out a cross. Did he not see this one? They both have crosses. Like, it's really there. Anchors. They yeah. Are. And it would have been on the side, not underneath it, because why would someone come along? Would you really expect someone by themselves? To flip that boulder that took three grown men to flip. No, you can see where the it was implanted in the soil, like in the in the deep soil. It was where the roots. The, the roots are what covered up this cross. Yeah, this is the roots that have grown up on it. Well, you would know. Yeah, you're gonna look down on the sides. You're not gonna look underneath it. This isn't underneath it. It's. It would have been like, you know, a few you would have been ago, able to. This easily thing find may it. have been just exposed. And you're sailing by into your little harbor and you see the cross. Yeah. And you're looking for a cross. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I I freaked out a little bit. Poor Dustin saw me. I'm like, why are you moving the control? <laughs> why are you moving the anchor? At least they have lots of images because the cameras take 24 frames per second. Right. Yes. So they have lots of images of exactly where it was. Uh-huh. And, and we have Steve. So we have Steve. This is Steve's divot that is in Steve's top. Divot. He's king of the rocks. And then but it's Aaron's anchor. And it's Aaron's anchor. They can share because there's also a cross on this thing. Okay. I'm sorry. This is, that doesn't look like post to me, especially since they didn't mention post, it. What do you mean? Post? Like post-production. No, there's, they don't do that. No. Ah, I'm, I'm just saying like, when you're looking at something and they have like the colored because it's a flashback yeah. or whatever, yeah. right? This is not that. No, this, this is, is this is what it is. 
what am I going to say? You know how you get like artifacts and images sure. when they're digital images? Yep. This isn't that situation. Nope. This is clearly there. I checked it in multiple scenes. Well, you have 24 frames per second, so you got lots but of then, images of it. And now I'm freaking out because they moved it. They moved it. Okay. It could be very precise. Steve knew exactly where it was. Don't Steve worry. Steve didn't see that. He he knows where the, his divot was, doesn't and he? And if he did, he didn't say anything. <laughs> he knows where his divot is, He knows right? where the divot is, but he didn't know where the cross was. Okay, look. Why did we insist on All he has to do is stone? measure from the divot to the cross. He's got it. Don't worry. He knows where it was. He knows. And it, so, if he, like, if when you build... Only, well, if he knows about this cross by now, I don't know if he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he might know. Maybe that's what this entire next episode is. So... Yeah. Okay. Calm down. It's okay. So, this cross is here. Yes. And a lot of times, um, survey control markers mm -hmm. and benchmarks, as mm -hmm. they call them now, mm -hmm. are... They're steeples on the top of churches yep. because those were traditionally things that didn't change over time. They're okay. a staple in the community. So those who were surveying the land, they're using the steeple or um, like a cornerstone that's actually been indicated that you're seeing above ground in buildings, religious buildings oftentimes that aren't going to change over time. Mm -hmm. And they are on the side in the side, not in the top, <laughs> like this one. Calm down. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I can't. I can't. Oh my goodness. And then, and then we see next week on Steve standing on a rock and they dig something up from underneath it. <laughs> so that has to be another one of her points that looked like, what was that, 15A? I think he was standing on 15A. Anyways, so it blew up the internet. Deep it breaths. blew up my mind. Deep breaths. Okay. I just can't believe they moved the control markers. Don't. And then they didn't move the. Okay, let's go find the second one. I, I'm done on my tangent. Um, well, Alex kind of wrapped up yeah. this boulder. And he yeah, said, he said there was no yeah. defining features. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to read that. <laughs> Alex, I have a bone to pick with you. He says he's not seeing much. <laughs> and he says that uh, the way you identify it would be similar. Uh, like. Um, similar to the other control marker. Exactly. Yeah, and similar material to the other anchor. If you're trying to conceal something, you probably want to make sure the person knew about both anchors so that they needed to go check out the other one. And that's where they go. So if you wanted to conceal something, you might leave only a small divot in the top. You also might put like your giant X <laughs> towards the bottom where say like grass and roots would grow up. And you just knew to look down there. I'm just throwing it out there, but that seems like a thing you might do. I think Deidre needs to go to Oak Island and show him what's guys, up. Guys, guys, call me. She, I can tag along. I'll carry her bags. <laughs> you can be my groupie. <laughs> I'll just carry your bags. And yeah, it'll be a good And Steve said he'd teach me how to use his GPS. I'm oh, sure yeah, it's way cool. more accurate than mine. Probably. All right. So headed over to the North Anchor. We got Steve Guptill. Leading the way once again. Follow me. <laughs> I will set you free. Something like that. All right. So Jack says that he thinks, because like, uh, he's like, okay, let's go this way. And then Jack says, I think it's in the middle of the boulderless beach. So Jack, a boulder is going to be in the middle of the boulderless beach? Well, Alex points out as they're walking, wow, there really is this abrupt end. 
where you know yeah, it's like true. boulders stop right yeah. and then it becomes more like tiny little pebbles of sand mm -hmm. and there's boulders up kind of further more on the shore yeah. right yeah. yeah okay all right so steve led them to another stone and a precise like x marks a spot led yeah. it right to it because she saw and it on the lighter he says this is aaron's north anchor the team thinks this is very impressive alex moves in for a closer look there seems to be a seam running down the length of this boulder as well that's that's why i noted the other one they both had seams uh and then uh we had steve <laughs> he noted a t or a cross on top of the boulder this is what i'm talking about mm -hmm. i okay i'm a guptil groupie but he's he's saying oh that could look natural but what about the other one it's natural it's not natural. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Alex says that it's most likely natural, <laughs> but it also reminds him of the boat stone, the boat on the boat stone. Okay. And Marty says, oh, really? They're saying that the little T, because I want, I rewatched this clip a lot of times where they're both tracing their finger across the like X, right? Yep. On mm -hmm. the top of it. And then right below it, I mean, the first thing I know, I didn't even notice this cross that they're pointing out. It's a triangle and a square. Yes. And he says it looks like a boat. I was like, why didn't we talk about the boat first? That seems more obvious. Anyways. Caltworthy recapped the boat stone carving in Westford, Massachusetts, um, featured on the show five years ago, where theorist Robert Marcus thought that the stone is the beginning of a treasure map that leads to Oak Island. He believes that the boat stone was carved by Henry Sinclair Templar Knight. We've heard of that guy a few times. So it's a huge bolt. It's a 250-pound boulder. The boat stone one. Yes. Yeah. With a boat, an arrow. Numbers. And 184. Sure. Okay. Good job. And hang on. I, I wanted to mention something. So if I were making a treasure map or something that's yep. templar related mm -hmm. we've talked about codes and ciphers mm -hmm. and the use of them mm -hmm. well oftentimes they would have used maybe something biblical very often right I think. Mm -hmm. so if i was seeing 184 i'd probably take it as genesis 84 could be sure okay especially that? since it has a giant boat on it oh and the ark rested on the seventh month on the seventh day of the month. 17th. 17th day of the month. Upon the mountains of Ara Ararat. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. So mm. the mountains of Ararat. Uh, someone's going to correct me for butchering that. It, it's the term for the location where it said that Noah's Ark came to rest after the Great Flood. Okay. What air, other area do we think may have been flooded with a boat in it? You're saying that in the in the swamp of Oak Island is Noah's Ark now? <laughs> no, I'm saying... No, there's a boat in that swamp. <laughs> it's Noah's Ark. No, I'm not saying it's Noah's Ark. I don't know. I think case. that's what you need to present to the show. That will get us in the war room. Do it. I'm just saying... Don't steal it, people. She's got this one. <laughs> that you could be using Bible verses to tell you how to go on to the next thing. So, okay. right, this could mean that maybe this is a safe place to dock your boat right now continue up the shore who do we contact to get our theory to the people i know i have the link we don't have anything solid here you need to calm down no it's noah's ark just, in the swamp it's not noah's ark. it is you just said so yes the unicorns died Ararat. in the swamp Ararat. That, that is oak island that's the old no, name for oak island i'm 
God. I just opened up a can of worms or arc or whatever. I'm just saying it feels very spot on for the number to be on a boat. Yeah, about stone. Noah's Ark. Yeah. And it's a big or, boat. Not the Ark. The Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> so it's Noah's Stone. But it's it's a big stone. And why not travel in the direction of the arrow? Continue up land to whatever the next thing is. Don't know, but that's pretty good stuff. I like it. I'm not saying Noah's Ark. Is I like Noah. Swamp. I know it's Noah's Ark. It is. You totally misconstrued it. where I was nope. going there. No, so you know what's gonna be great. So I've been I've been thinking about this lately. Like once they oh, once they dig up the treasure, yeah, and they find documents with it, and they're able to translate it, read it, whatever, and it says like whatever the real name of Oak Island is because. Okay, yeah. the people back uh, that deposited this stuff didn't call it No Oak Island. Oh, you know what they the call Isle it? Boat. I know what they call it. Ararat. <laughs> but it's not a mountain. The, there's only a 30, 30 foot elevation. No, it's above 30 feet because it goes 10. They saw the mountain. Okay. He, he, Noah saw feet? the mountains in the distance. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, no. Ararat, Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> And you know we're saying that wrong. I'm not saying yeah. the Ark landed there. I am. I'm just saying you. this is something you would use in in a treasure hunt to tell you where the next place is that you're going. Okay. Oh my gosh, no one's going to take me seriously ever again. Now because you said there was an, like Noah's Ark in there. In the I was just trying to say <laughs> a boat. A boat. No, it, <laughs> it specifically says the ark. Okay, it calls out the boat. Maybe it means the ark of the covenant. <laughs> I don't know. Were they the same words uh, for each other in old English? Oh, you mean uh, old Hebrew? French, Hebrew, Hebrew. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. That yeah. was fun though. That was a fun tangent. I really liked that one. Thank you. You didn't know that, that was today. coming, but <laughs> but Noah's ark is in the swamp. I needed that tangent today. Thank you. All right, so back to uh, what's going on. Yeah. So the boat stone we talked about. Then when we get back to reality, okay, we've got Gary and Steve that say that Aaron is two for two and what she wanted them uh, wanted them to find, right? Uh-huh. And um, the things that she had found via LADAR. LADAR, LADAR. LADAR. We're off the rails here. No, Jack says if you um, compare this to the South Anchor Rock, which is actually the West Anchor Rock, Jack. He called it South, but whatevs. Um, uh, they're pretty much the same size and shape and the same sort of rock. And he also notes that there's a gouge in it, much like the other rock. A divot. Yes. And then Marty says, they're virtually identical. Could it be? Could it be? All right. Jack says he's anxious to see what Aaron has in store for them next. And hopefully by finding these boulders, they will help to lead to the treasure chamber because that's what it's all about. Okay. And they point out that she's two for two. Two for two. Did you notice they also did this for Corian and Chris? They're like scoring the theorists mm -hmm. this year. Like everybody has a scorecard. And I think... Chris and Corian are two for two and Aaron's two for two. I so think it's like, like they tied. I think even like Travis Taylor was two for two. No. With the star map. I Just this season. <laughs> oh, just this season. Just this season. So season keep eight. an eye out and let's see if they like, if everybody gets a score. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll be one for one with Noah's Ark, apparently. 
in the swamp, Oak Island. No, Ararat. I'm not. To Ararat, be clear, Nova Scotia. Dustin is saying that. I'm not saying. It the, makes the most sense to me. It might, it's more likely the Ark of the Covenant than Noah's Ark. Jeez. What, right. if, what if they find two skeletons for every animal? No, because that's the world no, in the swamp. They had, to, they had to be. Okay, the animals got out to repopulate the world, okay? They didn't die on the boat. Okay? That's why there's all those boats. They didn't die on there. the boat. Savvy? Maybe they, they'll find two unicorns. Oh, wait, the things that did it. Yeah. Make they'll, it they'll find two like, unicorns are at the bottom it, of two, the swamp. Bigfoot. That's where Bigfoot is. <laughs> no, no, Bigfoot's real. He's in our backyard. That's why he's in the Northwest. All right. Anywho, um, oh, man. Marty says he doesn't know how anybody could ever find the Sacred Stone. Like, it, you know, it's like. It looks like the same rock as yeah, everything else yeah. on the shore. And Gary notes that it's right at the edge of the boulderless beach, which is something going for it. Uh, they try to imagine coming in from the water, and would they notice this boulder? Gary says that similarly to the, it, you know, it's similar to the other rocks, uh, but it's in a position where someone could um, actually, yeah, he's saying like it could be like a different kind of anchor where you tie your mm -hmm. boat to it. Guys, when she said an anchor, she didn't mean that. She didn't mean that. Okay. That's what Gary said. That's also been an argument on the internet. Or maybe that's it was not Jack. the case. It might have been Jack that said I that. don't know, but yeah. I have a bone to pick about this. Yeah, I got lots of them. So Steve is standing under there. And you can see behind him, there's like all this erosion. Mm -hmm. And like trees ready to fall onto the shore, like mm -hmm. on his head. And like a, the rock was probably up like on the actual shore before, right? Think of how many storms. So it wouldn't have been right on the shore. It would have been a rock up in so the land. they might have found the wrong rock. N well, I'm saying that the elevation of the rock it maybe it was right at the edge at that time but it would have really stood out if it was that big standing there by say the tree that looked like it was about to fall on steve it, mm -hmm. it, it's very possible but why did they flip the other stone and just leave this one maybe they if did it fell down, you don't see everything you don't know everything they did. like they're gonna roll well, let's roll this one. We rock, might as well. Rock and roll. I know. The other one was in situ. This one is not. Let's roll it around and see what happens. Calm down. It's okay. <laughs> Man, you really. I'm really worked up because yeah. I'm passionate about today. the GIS. <laughs> All right. So that's kind of it for the episode. Then we get to a little debriefing mm -hmm. at the Oak Island Interpretive Center on the patio. Marty. Gary, Alex, and Jack, they fill in Rick, Peter, and Doug on their mission to find the anchor stones. Marty says that he expected the anchor stone to be massive. Rick says, I, I didn't. didn't. I didn't expect him to be. And he says it all <laughs> sly like, oh, well, I didn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, typical brother. Yeah. Marty says that the first one was uh, sad. No. I, I, I put, <laughs> I put uh, that's a typo. No. The first one was white granite and was exactly where it, it should be. <laughs> It was sad. Oh. No, the second stone was sad. Yeah, the second the stone. The first was one was exciting, and then mm. they flipped it over, but didn't flip the second one. Com okay, we have been through this. It's okay. I'm sending this Let episode. Let it go. To the entire Oak Island team, so they can add me okay. to their roster, and they can let me know if they did proper stone flipping. <sighs> okay. All right. So the sad. We're done with the sad boulder. No. All right. So um, Jack says that. 
the, that one was very intriguing because it had a pockmark on top and it was a nice position to see from the harbor when a ship would have entered there. If it was a harbor, um, Rick says that he loves the fact that they believe on some level that they found the stones. Alex says, no, 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 we've definitely found them. We found rocks guys. Yeah. Marty notes that, uh, there was a tiny finger sized pocket right where it should be. Ta-da! That's that's your pock mark. That's your divot. That's your finger pock. Yeah. Rick says to remember that these things may have been put in place hundreds of years ago. And if this is a grand conspiracy over centuries of time, knowledge of means is going to be passed down generationally to keepers. Yeah, of like the secret. Look for the X towards the bottom of the stone that's gonna be covered by grass. Yep. Uh, Rick says that he's thoroughly impressed by Aaron's background and her willingness to apply her experience to further the understanding and validity. Oh my gosh. Validate. Uh, validity. Validity uh, of Zena's research mm -hmm. and finds Zena's research credible, unlike his brother, apparently. <laughs> uh, he's yeah. excited about it and he thinks it's going to be highly relevant and that everyone is going to have an aha moment due to it. Yeah, he's really pro aha Zena. Mm -hmm. Rick, then you know this. It's just the whole episode's wrapping up. He reiter reiterated that a theory, no matter how elegant it is, is but a theory until you have something to hold in your hand. Truth. That is so true, Rick. Very true, man. Let's find the. Art. We we definitely appreciate those words. All right, because. Um, Deidre and I are involved in a lot of treasure hunts that aren't nearly with people saying they've solved everything. And it's like, if I get one more message, you haven't solved nothing, people like we appreciate the work you're putting into it. We appreciate like, your passion, but beautiful. you didn't solve nothing until you have it in your hand. It's just, just the way it is. Just please stop sending me your theories. And no, <laughs> I can, I, and I will not connect you with Josh Gates. Sorry. It's not happening. I, it's not happening. If you find a cask, I'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah. If you find the Ark of the Covenant, we'll give him a call. Exactly. Booyah. All right. Alex says that he agrees with that and that they don't have a full theory yet and they need to get this data together, send it off to Aaron and see how it all fits in. Marty finishes with saying that he finds this ex extremely interesting and he's willing to keep an open mind and see where the rest and see the rest. And he's excited to do that. Correct. And that's the end. Well, that's saying something. If Marty's still, he's very intrigued. He wants to see what else comes from Aaron? Yes. And obviously something because next week on the curse of Oak Island, Gary, Aaron's back. Huh? Aaron's back. Aaron is back. Uh, showing more maps. Yeah. Maps. Yeah. But then we also had Gary, um, with new equipment, like new, uh, yeah. Metal detecting toys. And, uh, he says, don't take a knife to a gunfight. It's like, a, <laughs> it sounds like a Garyism. Yep. I mean, we all know that he found a, he, he did end up finding an artifact with Steve and Rick. Mm -hmm. um, then Jack, Peter and Alex take that artifact to Carmen leg for analysis. This is the rock I was talking about. I think 15 a, Oh, I, I believe this is Steve is standing on 15 a Yeah. or it's the anchor stone, whatever. And then, yeah, I couldn't tell what that was that they yeah. pulled out from under there, even after they cleaned it up and took it to Carmen. Oh, I know exactly what it was. Something from a ship, but yeah, like part, ships are big. It was like an ornament from Noah's Ark. All right. You jerk. All right. So Aaron, you know, she was showing the maps. Marty had Drayton's cross out 
he was all gloved up with Drayton's cross and he was looking at the backside and says, he wouldn't have noticed something. What did he not notice? What's what's going on? Gr I don't Drayton's know. Cross? He's holding Drayton's cross. He's talking to Aaron in the war room. Maybe someone was like, hey, look. <laughs> look at the stone. It looks just it like It looks the cross. like this. Yeah, maybe. So, okay, calm down. You're getting all worked up again. All right. Tony uh, Sampson, he takes Alex and Ian out on a boat to do some sonar scans. Yeah. Tony says he thinks he's uh, something looks like a cannon on the sonar. Whoa. That was... And Tony sounded really excited. Well, he was, it was unexpected. Well, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then Ian and Rick are on a small little dinghy boat together in the swamp. Right? I thought we were going to lose him. Yeah. In the swamp. And Ian finds something that excites him. And uh, yeah, he like loses it. He says, I wasn't expecting to see that. And then it's like, dun, dun, dun. Well, he's got a giant stick. So <laughs> like a Mark probe. Twain. Yeah. And he. Yeah. Puts it in there and he just keeps, and I'm thinking it's going to suck him in. It is like a Mark Twain. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's why I said it. Yeah. And he was, I I thought he was going straight in. He was going to be like Poseidon grabbing him and taking him to the underworld. Isn't that world. what Tony well, does? Tony fights him because he's a little bit of the and seas. Maybe we need to get you Tony in there to protect Dr. Spooner. It was Noah. <laughs> was it Noah? <laughs> All right. So that's the end of the episode. It was a fun one. I enjoyed it greatly. Yeah, it was a great episode. And hopefully, maybe Deidre's work is a little bit less this week. I think. I think. Maybe we might be able to get to the next episode of Could It Be an Oak Island Podcast a little quicker yes. than this time. My my workload's a little calmer this week. Deidre's been selling exciting. a lot of houses, people. I've, it's been great. It is a crazy market here in Washington. There's no houses on the market. So when they Minimal go on the market, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then. Like whoop. literally she put a new house on the market last week and she's got 16 showings of it the first day, 16 showings of it the second day, 16 showings of it the third day. 56 showings in from Tuesday to Friday. We accepted an offer on Friday after 12 offers were submitted. And that's oh. just one house. One boom. House. It, it was intense. It's it's all. Yeah. It's always it, intense. It's, we're Still got to get to the finish line, though. And then we still, even though she's all that busy, and then we come and do this podcast, we still have a, uh, time to like come up with brand new theories like Noah's Ark in the swamp. It, it's amazing. It's it's not like it was a... I'm taking notes, and I'm going, oh, yeah, why wouldn't that be a Bible code? And then I was like, oh, yeah, well, we all... The only set of Bibles we all agree on... Well, the only verse no book we all agree on is genesis because <laughs> if we go down further the line depending on if you're talking about the torah time, or yeah, in the time, time period yeah. and whether it's orthodox versus catholic versus all these other books Very but true. we all agree on genesis we so all I was agree like, on okay. genesis it's always so, the first one <laughs> it's always the first one and so i open it up and i'm like doo, doo, doo. Oh, oh oh noah's ark in the swamp that's the what it tells her stone and I didn't say Noah's Ark was in the swamp. <laughs> you read about Noah's Ark. I did. Being, being in Ararat, which is in Nova Scotia. End of story. All right. You're dumb. All right. So um, <laughs> we're wrapping up here. We're uh, trying. How about clotworthy moments? Do we have Yes. Them? So we have a winner from last week. What one? A perfect line. Starting at the site of the original Temple of Solomon in Jerusalem. Leading straight through the Palace of Versailles. And finally landing on Oak Island. A perfect line. Could it be? It could be. That one 
by a lot. So thanks to everybody that voted for Perfect Line on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, that was the clot-worthy moment of the week. Yes, but I have epic clot-worthy moments. Epic. Epic. Are they about Noah's Ark? Sorry, I need to start. stop. Uh, I need to stop. All right. I'm sorry. Okay, here's the first one. Mm -hmm. The anchor stone visible from a ship. Wash your hands, Jack. Is it possible this stone was used by sailing vessels to mark not only the location of a safe harbor? All right, that's good. But also the whereabouts of the Money Pit Treasure Vault. Wow, it's the first clotworthy moment I've ever heard right? with more, more than just clotworthy. Right? In it. It's very people heavy, wow. this clotworthy episode. Dang. You want to know about the people in the next one? I don't know. Do I? Oh, you do. Okay, but that was a good one. Okay, so I don't I like usually it. influence, but this one better win. No, stop. Don't no. influence the vote. All right. <laughs> I, I'll do whatever I want. What's I'm the going second, rogue today. What's the second choice? Could surveyor Steve Gumpdill's assessment be correct? That this rock is, in fact, the West Anchor? As noted on a possible Templar map that is believed to be nearly 700 years old? Whoa. When I heard that, <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever heard a person be a clot-worthy moment. <laughs> and I said, this has to be it. Like, Steve has to be a clot-worthy moment. He is. Officially. He is officially oh, hi, a clot-worthy moment. Hey, so Stephen of Guptill is a clot-worthy moment. Yeah, How he cool? is. That's like a big deal. If I was a clot-worthy moment, I would be very excited. Hi, Emma. Shut the door, please. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Steve has been... Um, he is officially dubbed Clotworthy Moment. No, he's like uh, he's been enshrined in the Clotworthy Hall of Fame at this point now. That's true. We need to have a Clotworthy Hall of Fame. I have an entire folder that is just Clotworthy and like the winners. That's good and, stuff. Yeah, it just hangs out there. Cool. But yeah, so it was a people-heavy Clotworthy... Uh, episode it was yeah, cool well if you want to vote for your favorite clot worthy moment of the week this week mm -hmm. go to twitter um find us on twitter at oak island pod correct you'll be able to vote there i need to put this up like immediately yeah because like tomorrow's the next episode um anyway vote there and uh it'll also be on our group on facebook go to uh oak island podcast.com oh my gosh i said it wrong facebook.com slash oak island podcast right yeah and there's like a tab that says groups mm -hmm. click the groups join could it be an oak island group mm -hmm. and you're growing and it's growing you guys can vote for the clot worthy moment there and that's how you do it and it's that's, fun that's how we roll yeah and if you want to you can reach out to us through um i don't you know can you get my phone thanks um i dropped my phone anyway uh you can email us mm -hmm. anytime that's at, at Oak Island podcast at gmail.com. That's right. So please email us. We haven't got any emails lately. And yeah, like exactly. You can also find them. us on Instagram at Oak Island podcast. Surprise, surprise. Yep. And uh, YouTube, mm -hmm. youtube.com slash Oak Island podcast. Correct. Um, and like the aforementioned uh, Facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. We got all the stuff there. Yep. Uh, DJ's been posting some, uh, Pretty great videos featuring the guys of Oak Island dancing and singing and stuff. It's pretty great. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast and check it out. Because literally, Deidre made videos of like Rick Lagina, Marty Lagina, uh, 
Yeah, and the research reindeer. And the research reindeers. And they're all out there singing and dancing Christmas songs. It's beautiful. Wishing you a happy it's fun holiday. Stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, mm -hmm. please call us at 360 836 4549. And that is the Oak Island uh, podcast voicemail hotline. It's our hotline. Leave us a message. Yeah. And hey, it's not even like a number where you have to pay like, you know, $1.99 per minute. It's just, it's not it, a thing still. I don't know. It used to be a thing. It did. Um, and what else? Oh, we don't have any new uh, Apple podcast reviews this week. So if you guys like us and you haven't left us a review, please go for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or Shed go to uh, find us. How do they do that? Is it so? It's not it, iTunes anymore, right? No, it's just on Apple Podcasts. And look up, could it be an Oak Island podcast on Apple Podcasts? Leave us a review. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, um, last but not least, Patreon. Yes. If you go to Patreon.com/slash Oak Island Podcast, you can uh, support us with yep. a monthly donation contribution, uh, showing some love mm -hmm. for what Monetary we do. Monetary support to find the Ark, apparently. The, yeah, not like the Ark of the Covenant, Noah's Ark. Apparently, apparently, we're on a whole different mission here. That could it be? Hey, you know what? You just changed the game, like literally. Anywho, if you wanted to support us that way, that's uh, that we would love it because um, we use that anything that we get from there to uh, upgrade our equipment. You know, we need to upgrade some stuff. Like we need yeah. a new camera. We need, yeah. we need microphones mics. could probably be upgraded. Anyway, we need to do that stuff, and with your support, we can. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we do Oak Island Trivia, it pays for shipping shipping, cost, and yeah. the prizes. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of trivia, uh, we were going to be doing it tonight. Yep, but it's been pushed to tomorrow. Yes. So instead of <clears throat> uh, Oak Island pregame this week, we're going to have Oak Island Trivia. But it's also going to be a little bit of a pregame, too, mm -hmm. I think. I think we'll be, have a I'm few sure minutes we'll... afterward to chat. Chat, chat, chatteroo. Uh, same time as usual. Yeah. I might only do like 15 questions or so, but I'll make them really hard this time. Mm -hmm. And that way we have some time afterward to hang out before the episode starts. Sounds like a plan. So, so. we'll see you guys at five o'clock, right? Five o'clock Pacific, eight o'clock uh, Eastern mm -hmm. for Oak Island Trivia tomorrow night at facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. I think we've actually got everything in. <sighs> Made some real breakthroughs in this episode. We did. I mean, I mean Noah's we Ark did. in the swamp. They did, but they also, it's good. you know, lots of good conversations going on. And no, like literally, like we just put the team on a whole new trajectory. That's actually going to find. There's the no way the, they're listening to us. The, uh, not Ark of the Covenant, the, like Noah's Ark. It's going to be awesome. Maybe I'm the covenants. For... You know, I had this thought about like if that ox trail like if they kept throwing shoes, maybe it was just a bunch of oxen coming off the ark before they like burned it and sunk it in the swamp. Why would they need more than two oxen? Because uh, some have to live. Maybe there's varieties that didn't survive. Okay. Oh, maybe they used it to pull stuff back and forth to feed the animals on their <laughs> journey. Oh, so now you're in. I don't know. Maybe they're unicorn things. What are they? Uh, hoof. Shoes, shoes, unicorn shoes. I should stop. All right, All right everybody. Hey, thanks for viewing <laughs> this. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you tomorrow night for Oak Island Trivia over on Facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. So until next time. Could it be?